Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Yola Gazo, and today I'm joined by my brother, John Webb. Um, dude, John Webb, uh, we're, you know, it's the day after Lakers got blown out in game five by 30 points. Like, let me ask you, like, when, when did you give up hope? Um, man, yeah. Listen, we really needed that day after. <laughs> we really needed that day after to kind of let it sit in, uh, you know, let it digest a little bit. But uh, man, when when the half hit and we were down thirty points, um, I gotta admit, I still had an inkling of hope. Of course, an inkling of hope. Of course, um, because you know this is LeBron James we're talking about, um, yeah. and we don't have terrible players, right? Uh, we don't have a terrible coaching staff, um, but man, uh, five minutes into the third quarter, I still had hope, but it wasn't, <laughs> you know, it was hope, not optimism, right? But yes. uh, <laughs> there's a difference. Exactly. There is, there is, there is a difference. And yeah, man, I could have been like, you know, Alex Padilla and Alex and Alex Regla, uh, you know, calling it 10 minutes. 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, but, but I called it, you know, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter that, you know, we're just not going to be able to mount a comeback. Um, but what else can you really say about game five that hasn't already been, been said? Uh, we didn't look like a team ready to, to defend our championship. We didn't even look like a playoff team. We've been saying it all year, but health has been the limiting factor for the Lakers. Yes. Um, you know, this game players just didn't show up. You know, energy wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And the 30-point lead coming into the half was the result of the half-hearted effort. Abysmal, abysmal offense. Terrible defense. Terrible. Yeah, the Arizona fans showed up, so kudos to them, right? Um, Yeah, yeah. And respect to the the Phoenix. I mean, they were... Right. uh, Obviously, 
the factor into that was we were pairing we were we were our defense like was abysmal and it was it was not even there it left the building very early on in the game and uh like the first quarter yeah and phoenix (laughs) was lighting it up they were on fire from deep and anywhere else on the floor honestly yeah mentally without ad the lakers looked tired yes and drained and just couldn't contend with the sun's relentless offense um you know, honestly, the Suns didn't really play good defense. Um, a <laughs> yeah. lot of our, yeah, yeah, a lot of our turnovers were unforced, uh, lack of effort, lack of concentration type mistakes. Um, you know, no sense of real urgency. It showed, and it was a, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, embarrassing. It was it was embarrassing, and and to the point that it was disrespectful. <laughs> um, because I don't know. I don't know you you I'll talk about that in a little bit but I think like um like you mentioned uh all the injuries right and um AD obviously is it was the the big news right coming into the game 5 that uh we were hoping he was going to play but obviously we know this groin injury right uh he he had a, a groin injury and uh, kept him out game 5 his game time decision mm-hmm. honestly there was a 7 foot hole missing on both ends of the court right defense offense um on the defensive end phoenix was getting to the rim with ease you saw Devin Booker just getting it or taking it in along with um um what's his name um cam Cameron Payne um and and how could you forget that dude's name he's been lighting us up he's he's lighting us up and um I just want to forget about that dude because he's he's making me mad mentally strike him from memory (laughs) oh my gosh um and on the offensive end like most of our shots came from the perimeter and we weren't making anything um from there LeBron looked like he was trying to um get the guys going because he couldn't go to the rim because the suns were clogging the paint. Um, I don't know. Um, I just, LeBron wasn't able to, to drive to the lane and get, or get to the rim without having to go through three mm-hmm. to four defenders there. There was, I don't know, three, four, you know, one foot from each, from each of those guys from Phoenix uh, in the paint. And how do you expect LeBron yep. James to go through that? get banged up, get even injured more. Cause we know he's not a hundred percent out there. Um, and uh, I don't know. Um, so that limited LeBron, you talked about um, some of the, the supporting cast, right? KCP and Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> I have no idea what happened there. They zero points from, from both of them. Um, I think, I'm, I don't know, maybe I do have a little bit of an idea, like, like Dennis, right? I think because Phoenix packs the paint um, to try and get LeBron um, uh, to mitigate his, his, his sort of his driving to the rim, right? Um, I think it makes it harder for guys like Schroeder who are smaller to get to the rim also. So, I mean, I'm not excusing his play. He could have done a lot better with his jumpers or whatnot, but uh, maybe that's why he had the game that he had. I think he was just deflated. It sounded, it, it looked like the whole team was deflated. It was terrible. It was, it was terrible. terrible. Yeah, I mean, you know, StatMuse 
I don't know if you saw this, tweeted out that Dennis Schroeder was the first Laker to go scoreless in a playoff game when attempting nine plus nine or more shots since the franchise wow. moved to LA. The wow. first Laker. Um, you can't have that when the team is depending on you for consistency. And when you're and honestly, when you're trying to get paid, right? Zero points, <laughs> yeah. one assist. Um, honestly, unacceptable for your starting point guard. Unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Unacceptable. I don't know. I mean, we can talk about this later in the offseason, but I don't know. I mean, he he rejected such a big contract. It was 84 million, right? Um, yes. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get that kind of offer again, honestly, um, with the way he played. I mean, with the way he's played, like recently, honestly, um, I just need him to, to step up a little bit more. But maybe, like what I said, maybe it's because him not being able to drive to the rim like LeBron. Um, even more so, maybe that's sort of what's deflated him in his uh, offensive um, uh, production. Um, but yeah, we can talk about it later with the, you yeah. know, but it's, yeah, it was disappointing, uh, embarrassing. Disappointing. Right. No, I, I agree. Um, shooters got to shoot better. When did you give up? When did you give up? Let me ask you this. When did you lose hope? <laughs> um so so my wife asked me uh it was around what like 10 or something like or 10 my time eight probably california time when uh the second half or close to the second half right um second quarter was about to um to end or something like that and my wife asked how are the lakers doing how's the game i said well we're probably going to lose. We're down really big. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, dang, like, and honestly, I didn't want to stay up. Right. Um, to watch the whole game, but I had to just to see how they fi finished it out. Most I stayed second, up. Most of the second half was garbage time. And I just wanted to see what others can produce kind of momentum of individual people could produce. Uh, heading yeah. into game six but yeah i wanted to see some sort of adjustment some sort of change um yeah i was i was looking for some sort of spark mm -hmm. um you know that would have been the time to for the coaches to experiment and find players who are gonna bring it game six yeah yeah i would have liked that too <laughs> and we just we just couldn't score honestly and we yep. couldn't do anything. Yep. Um, it was disappointing. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to go through that again in game six. Um, but um, why don't we go ahead and take a break, our first break. And when we come back, um, actually, it might be our only, only break. Um, but when we come back, we're going to talk about preparing for game six, um, what adjustments we need to make, and so forth. So, guys, stay tuned. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. 
They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with my brother, John Webb. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> post-game, right? Um, LeBron said um, that he's basically in the mindset that uh, um, AD won't play. Like he's going to go into game six preparing for that eventuality or possibility, right? Um, that AD won't play in game six. Um, and then if something changes, we'll just go from there. Obviously, um, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you have a different view on this, but um, uh, obviously that groin injury, right? Think about it. LeBron had a similar groin injury his first year here, and it took a while for him to get back. Right. Um, so, you know, like, like even if he does play out there, that increases our chances of winning game six. But he's not going to be 100% like we, like we hope him to be. He's, he's just not, right? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, let me ask you, um, if he doesn't play, can the Lakers win? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a loaded question, right? Um, as of an hour ago, Anthony Davis and KCP are questionable for game six. Right. But listen, there there is still hope. There is still room for optimism, right? Anthony Davis might still return in game six. Obviously, that's a game time decision mm -hmm. uh, for the yeah. medical staff, for the coaches, for AD himself. But we are back in Staples and maybe the fans can bring their energy, infuse it into the team. Um, it's clear now that the Lakers will have a very challenging time without a healthy Anthony Davis. Yes. Um, if that's been unclear, it's clear now. Right. And, you know, the question really is how much more can this Lakers team lean on a 36-year-old LeBron James? I say a lot, honestly. He's still the king. He can still take over games. Yes. It's a matter of defensive intensity and finding that spark off the bench. Outside shooting has to improve. Forget cuts. Forget unselfishness off the ball. The Phoenix Suns do not respect the Lakers postgame without AD. They don't respect our inside defense without AD, right? You talked about that seven-foot hole. Um, and it starts, that optimism starts with having to value the ball. Every offensive possession. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right, right. There's uh, a lot of uh, just hesitancy, right, and on the offensive end. Um, when LeBron 
has the ball. Um, he knows exactly what to do with it, but he's unable to do it what he he can do because of, of what the Phoenix's sons, the sun's defense does, right? The, the drop coverage, pack the paint. Um, and that, yeah, forces, we talked about it. Right. Right. And that forces a lot of jumpers on our end. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think valuing the ball, our possessions, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means also making our shots, right. Um, That's the but, key. That that's the key, but but honestly, like, you know, it it might be an unpopular opinion, right? But maybe the Lakers can't beat this team without AD. In fact, throughout the whole se- this whole season, we haven't beaten them without AD. We the only the only time that we beat them. Um, the only times that we've beat them is when we've had AD on the roster or on the, on the lineup in the lineup. Um, he had that monster 42 game, obviously mm-hmm. um, in the, in the postseason himself, he had 34 and, and, and just, you know, we were crushing it. And after game three, right. Um, we were rolling and we thought, man, we're going to, we're going to win this series, but things quickly changed right after AD suffered that groin injury halfway through the fourth game yeah i mean the whole offense is in shift without ad because believe it or not um we've mentioned it before he's not only the anchor on defense but our offense relies heavily on an inside presence Mm -hmm. especially in the early offense if you think about it right where we overload you know we overload one side and feed to ad in the post um for some for iso plays um, that's where we can run some off-ball actions and set. You know, Mark sort of does that uh, from the elbow with some screen curls and handoffs, but he's not in a triple threat position. You know, Mark's not going to put the ball on the court and take it to the hoop or take a 20-foot contested jumper. He's just not. Um, Drummond isn't going to do that. Trez is terrible in those ISO positions. Um, you know, it doesn't work well. Right, that sort of offense that we've been running all year doesn't work well unless our wings are hitting their outside shots. Right. Um, you know, our success without AD depends on how much the Suns will respect our outside game. And and they're they're not respecting it. Yep, they're not respecting it. And you know, we we tend to run a lot of five outs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's when all of our players are spaced evenly. Uh, outside the three-point line, usually AD or Braun, whoever the initiator is, would catch the ball at the top of the three, uh, pass it off to one of the wings. Uh, But away from that point, you have off-ball screens, down screens, cuts, different action sets being run to create open looks. Um, I still think that's a feasible type of play to run, Um, you know, maybe with Mark or, or even LeBron share the, the court, and either one could take that initiator role. Um, you know, James could use Mark as a screen, either handoff or, you know, cut without the ball, which creates options because the defense is going to collapse with LeBron driving or cutting to the rim. But that's where you need the three-point specialist. To open, uh, and the, you know. Right, right. And the thing is, though, like, I, I just feel like in game four, in, in game five, 
we saw a lot of, of Phoenix just really not caring for the Lakers three-point shooting perimeter offense, right? They we I saw a lot of um just three or four defenders with one foot in the paint. And um a lot of open, you know, corner. Uh, you know, we had KCP, our um Wes Matthews, Caruso, just open. Coos open. Not respecting them to the point that it was disrespectful. <laughs> um and just because they were daring the Lakers to to shoot and and every time we missed our morale went down and you know and that's why the, the that's why Phoenix got to a 30 point lead uh, on top of just a combination of them of of our bad offense mm-hmm. and bad defense and they're just them just lighting it up right um right i mean i don't we just couldn't space the floor enough. That's it. Yep. And and you brought it up, right? You you talked about defense, and we're reminded time and time again that defense is Frank Vogel's specialty. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, unfortunately, our defense also initiates a lot of our offense. Mm-hmm. You know, we we were number eleven in transition offense or fast break points uh, because we relied heavily on stifling defense then quick fast break points. However, you know, comma, not far behind us are the Phoenix Suns, who are number 12. Mm -hmm. Um, So during the regular season, right, both teams averaged about 13 fast break points a game. Uh, During the series, the Lakers have averaged 12 and the Suns have averaged 15. Yeah, it's it it all starts on defense. And 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 I don't know, game five, we definitely did not play aggressive enough defense um and it allowed them to to light it up uh in the perimeter and in in the paint they just don't respect us like you said they don't respect our our shooting and they don't respect our our rim protection so they're just going through 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 us honestly and and main reason for me is because ad is not there Mm -hmm. um but uh, I, I don't know, like, how, how do we go about, because, uh, like, defense sure is a problem, but we can fix that. But I think it's our offense, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, shots aren't falling in. It's hard to attack the rim. So, like, what's, what's the solution? Can, can LeBron be more aggressive? I think probably not, right? He's not 100% himself. He's also 36 years old. He'll get banged up if he, he goes and attacks the rim. Um, and he can do it, but will he do it? Um, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. What about Trez? Like, can we, should we insert him a little bit more here? And, um, like anything might be able to help. Right. So maybe, maybe Trez can, can get deep into the paint and, and because of his quickness and agility to sort of get up and then his explosion. Right. Um, that might work on the offensive. I don't know. I'm just trying to find uh, oppor- like opportunities to to in- to increase our our offensive production. Um, maybe a, run a little bit of a, a pick and roll action, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with our guards and and um, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, is not really much of a lob threat, but you know he he can uh, he can jump and get the, up there when when needed. Um, uh, pick and pop kind of game with with uh, 
with with uh, Gasol, right? Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe we need to get Trez and Gasol together and see how and that you're, works. You're throwing the whole kitchen sink. Your whole yeah, you're throwing I mean, the whole kitchen sink at it. <laughs> if AD if AD can't play, we gotta. I mean, this is a desperation game to to get you know to tie it all up again. Here's here's my solution. Um, start Caruso. Play Schroeder, Trez, and THT as your bench mop. That's instant energy off the bench. Okay. We've seen that work throughout the season. Um, those three, they work really well together. Yeah. But to your point, right? When when we're losing steam or offensive momentum, it's okay. It's okay to deviate from your pre-planned lineups and infuse it with a little Trez, right? Infuse right. it with a little Trez, you know, pick and roll with Schroeder and Trez. Um, spacing, using angles when you're screening. Uh, we have to get back to what the Lakers do well and stop letting Phoenix dictate our tempo because they have been almost this entire series. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Honestly, it's going to be it's a very important game for the Lakers franchise for our move. Like this game is going to dictate what this, this, the, the organization is going to do for next year. Right. We have LeBron James. He's getting older. AD still in his prime. You know, what pieces can we make together? What, what, who, who in the roster are we mm -hmm. going to keep or let go? Um, so that we can get be contenders, real contenders again. If if we if we botch it up in in game six, like let me let me ask you here. Like I don't want to put you in the spot, but like, what do you think? What are our chances? Are the Lakers more likely to lose game six or win? Like, what's what's your confidence level right now? If if you know whether or not AD plays, if AD doesn't play, it's fifty fifty for me. It's fifty fifty. Um, and I say that, you know, because we're still talking about LeBron James. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Um, if it was AD, if it, or if AD wasn't there and LeBron James wasn't LeBron James, I'd already, I'd already say 80% Phoenix is going to win. Right. Like if LeBron um, James can't perform play be playoff lebron and and we know that he's he's not doing well right in the series like compared mm -hmm. to to his previous series playoff series right mm -hmm. so if lebron james can't be playoff lebron i don't know I, I i don't know you might have to just chalk it up for for the year yep um if ad does play um and LeBron, you know, is playoff LeBron. I'm still giving it 70%, right? Yeah, um, Lakers because, win. Yep, because 80 is still such a big part of what we do on offense. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, he He's such a big part of it. And, um, you know, you could look throughout the year. Um, our offensive efficiency has been worse without him on the field. Oh, yeah. So, you know... Where AD takes us is where the Lakers are going to be. Right. And I said it on the, the, my pod uh, that I did uh, solo, right, the other day. LeBron yep. might be 
the best player in the Lakers team, but AD is the most important player on the team because he he's he's the like you said he's the anchor on the defense and he's our motor he's the motor guy on on the offensive end um um someone said it like um like the the lebron right is the floor ad is the ceiling however much you know it, you know, AD, like with him, he can, he can take us to the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we need him and he's, he, he's, he's just needed to like, even like if we, even if we win this series, like we're going to need him to be somewhat healthy. Right. Yeah. You're going forward or, or else we're, we're done for. Yeah. So if, if he doesn't play, uh, you know, the rest of the series, it's going to be 50, 50 50 for every game for me right yeah. like obviously that's that's terrible coming from from me because usually i'm like yeah we're gonna win 80 percent of the games positive we're, yeah Positivity. we're eight yeah we're 80 <laughs> and lebron show up we're gonna win 80 percent of the game when 80 lebron and one other person show up right just like matt said matt peralta we had him on the show a couple episodes back um we're gonna win 100 percent of the time right um that's the formula that's the formula right but without ad it's it's 50 50 you never know which which version of the lakers are going to show up you're right you're right you're absolutely right like i said this is an important game and it's going to decide the lakers franchise future for next year and, and going forward um but man heavy topic <laughs> let's get uh, it let's get it though we got we got this i mean i'm trying to infuse some confidence in me um and i think i think we 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 can pull this together man with or without ad i think i think i think we can pull it together and, and, and get to seven games um all right that does it for today guys um you can catch us on apple podcast spotify and many other listening platforms do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcast. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the followers and all the reviews. It'll, it'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. In the Admiral refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.